0: what What would be your advice to somebody who's kind of um standing with a with you know a bit of experience and kind of where i am now i i on the on the one hand it's the most exciting exhilarating thing in the world to, to kind of to be able to go go anywhere but it's like the beginning i'm sitting at like the foot of my life and i i i at times feel like you know where do you where do you go from here it's it's exciting and terrifying all at the same time yeah
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I remember that feeling. I remember the summer I graduated college and and I've written about it and looked both ways, standing at the intersection of Sixth Avenue and Bleecker Street and sort of envisioning my future and feeling really scared about what I could and couldn't do. Most of what I thought I couldn't do, I look back on now and see it was entirely self-constructed. So I was limiting the possibilities of my life before I even considered them possibilities. So my advice to any person that is just graduating college is this. You have your whole life ahead of you. This is the time to experiment, and this is the time to stretch all the notions of who you think you are and what you you think is possible. Don't limit what is possible in your life before you even consider if it's possible. Push yourself to reach for more. If you have dreams, which I know you must, you seem like the kind of person (laughs) that (laughs) really has big plans. Mm -hmm. Live into those plans. Don't compromise. Don't settle. Don't give up. When you're in your 20s, the whole world is a possibility.
0: Right.
1: One can say that about any day in anyone's life at any age. Right. But when you're in your 20s, you have permission for that to be the case. Right. It's expected that that is the case. You are expected to experiment, you are expected to fail, it is absolutely, totally fine to not make it the first time around when you're in your 20s, or the third time around, or the fifth time around. The one thing that I would tell anybody in their 20s now is to realize that most people give up after the second attempt that fails. Right. 80% of the population of triers stop trying after the second attempt. So that means that if you try for the third time, or the fourth time, or the fifth time, there'll be a smaller pool of candidates. And eventually, eventually, if you want it badly enough, you will make it happen. People think that they fail. What they do is give up, Right. and that is what is the failure. Right. It's only a failure if you accept defeat. Right. That's Otherwise, changed. you're just trying. You just keep trying.
0: Yeah, I, I do. I kept trying with this podcast, too. I was persistent. I was like, I'm you just going to keep sending it. She's going to do yeah. it.
1: <laughs> I was really impressed, and you also did it in a really nice way. You weren't overbearing or... or sort of angry you just yeah. were really kind and nice and funny and sweet
0: I always put the smiley faces to be unassuming you know and, and also try I have this thing where I'll try on like different mediums so I'll be like an oh, email maybe sometimes on Twitter but uh this yeah, has been no. awesome it's so crazy to kind of and I've seen it um a lot in, in in my life where um where already I can kind of see just having like that stick-to-itiveness I guess is the whatever whatever it is but uh you know, it, it was not too long ago that I, rem- I have this weird, vivid memory of being in my friend's driveway and staring. It was like one of the first days of spring. I was staring out the sunroof and I was listening to uh, your episode with Ron Burridge and Bur- Burrage, Burridge. Like yeah, Burridge. Like courage,
1: Burridge.
0: Burridge. Burridge. All right. <laughs> but anyway, I was, but I was listening to this uh, to, to this podcast and, he, and he, he talked about, and I have to credit him. Uh, this story with kind of like the reason why I am the way I am is because uh, he said about applying to Disney and about how he would just I think he, the term he used was like carpet bomb them with and eventually they're just like <laughs> all right all right you could work with us what like I, it was it was different than that I'm paraphrasing here but just kind of you know eventually and the same thing with you with uh, with AIGA you kind of just kept submitting and and because the worst thing the worst thing that people can tell you is you know to f off that's it right that's it. I, and, and it's so funny when you reach out to people and they kind of just like get back to you and you're just like, wow, I could do anything. I yeah, got, I got and Debbie Lillman no to call my podcast. This is the greatest and, day and of my life. And I
1: felt the same way when I had Massimo Vignelli. I called Massimo Vignelli at his studio expecting to get a, an assistant or a receptionist. It was about 6.30 in the evening and I called the main line and I asked to speak to Massimo and he said, speaking.
0: Oh my God. Heart drops right there. Everything drops. <laughs> yeah. That's how I felt in the first 15 minutes of this podcast, to be honest with you. Oh, well, thank you. But now See? We're now friends.
1: Absolutely. <laughs>
0: like that.